It's uh, 18 minutes past one. This is SAFM 104 to 107, FM Nationwide. I sit in for Pimelo Modine. My name is Komoto Keiji Mwekezi. So it is time for us uh, to do some talking. How do we prepare our systems and heal and reset during this time of the year to be ready for the upcoming year? We invited as our guest in the studio, Tzidi Pila. Uh, Tzidi is a life coach and uh, founder and MD of Imperative Transformation Journey uh, because apparently at this time of the year, many of us are extremely fatigued. I know I am and normally find it extremely difficult to function as it's the end of the year because there's the lethargy, I think, that reminds you that it's been a long year and uh, you have had to do a lot for this year. How can you then prepare the system and heal and reset during this time of the year to be ready for the coming year? How are you? Hey, I'm good and yourself? I'm good because I, I'm thinking <laughs> a lot of people at this time don't even care. Yeah. They're just thinking, I finally have a break and I can finally do all of the things that yeah. I really like to do. So I'm not thinking about next year. But why is it important to even start to think about resetting yourself mm. for the upcoming year at this time? Because mm. every day is important. Hey? Every day is every important. Every day is important. So it might feel like, oh, we are in December. What are we, why are we talking about these serious topics now? We just want to relax. Mm. But then we are at the stage where you said so wonderfully that, you know, we've given so much into mm. the year. Yeah. The system, the entire system is just saying, I want to relax. Yeah. But what do you relax into if you're not resetting yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? So we get to the point where we're reactional to stuff and we're causing more fires and we're not um, aware or attentive to the environment. So yeah. we reset for that purpose. Yeah. So that we're not causing ourselves into more, um, you know, pain and more, com- you know, uh, the, you know, when, I, when I'm talking to you and I haven't applied myself, then it looks as if whatever it is that you say, I, I'm ready to react to it i'm ready i'm ready to react to it so it's almost like having a matchstick on a dry land and you just put that matchstick on the that dry land and it just you know starts this rough fire that's why we need to research to prevent such uh, uh, you know experiences or so that experience how then do we go about resetting because the layman will say uh, the mere idea that i'm on holiday means mm. i'm resetting i'm mm. letting go uh, i'm on holiday i'm enjoying myself i'm not thinking about the things during the course of the year that cost me that cost me tremendous amounts of set, of stress sorry mm. i'm letting go so when you say you're resetting what kinds of things does one even need to start doing to say um i'm resetting do so resetting for me um Homoto, is literally the audit into our lives yeah. right you and i operate from all seven spheres of our lives and this is a relationship financial spiritual emotional career health and physical yeah so when we look into that holistic aspect of humanity and we say in this whole life how have we done in the past 12 months or the 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 the, the, the 11 months leading into the 12 how have you done in these areas of your life and how how have you done meaning emotionally physically spiritually right it's a full audit that you do yes you could be on holiday mm. but it doesn't mean that, that just relaxing and waking up late or, or, or whatever that point is it's about going honestly into that and you know why we do that so that we can correct ourselves or amplify ourselves and congratulate ourselves where we've done less mm. so that when we're stepping into the next year or where we're we've done right into, also yeah we we, yeah. We, we, we we congratulate ourselves because most of the time when we're thinking of reset we're thinking of that point where we're going to beat ourselves to the corner. I I failed failed here. here. Yeah, we failed here. But then where else have you done well? Because those parts that you've done well in your life, it means you can then, you know, amplify them or improve on them. Where you haven't done right, ask yourself honestly, because... 
you and I tend to have a conversation that, oh, but then I don't know where I'm doing well, but we're lying because yeah. we know when we're not doing well and we know when we are not putting much effort in other areas of our lives. For the purposes of our healing, because mm. one of the things that you talk about is saying we're resetting, we're healing. Uh, for the purposes of, of our healing, mm. how do you know when uh, you've even begun to do something right? Because I find we live in a society that makes tremendous demands on us. We're all expected to be excellent. We're expected to be excellent wives, partners, lovers. We're expected to be excellent in uh, areas of work, but we're human. Mm. Uh, we, we, we can't absolve ourselves from tripping mm. and, and sometimes making even honest mistakes. Mm. So then how do you begin the process of healing yourself and even forgiving yourselves for, you know, whatever ideals you may have had about mm. who you thought you'd be at the beginning of January mm. in 2019? Mm. Because a lot of people tend to do this process then and you messed up pretty, pretty, pretty badly. Mm. How then do you start the process of healing and forgiving your own self for the puzzle? Yeah. So um, I always say that it doesn't matter how careful it is, how, how careful you are when you're starting in everything in your life. There'll always be bumps. There'll mm. always be hills. There'll always be valleys, right? And we will fall into those valleys because it's part of the growth, right? Yeah. So the, what we call the mistakes is a lesson. Yeah. It's not a mistake until it's, it's a mistake if you repeat it. But if you're taking a lesson, then then it's a healing process. Yeah. So we start by saying, I could have been careful or not. But what lesson do I take out of that? Yeah. Because the challenge is if you're not taking lesson out of that experience, it will be a repeatable experience and you'll never forgive yourself out of it. Yeah. And how you take a lesson is that how have I contributed into this experience? Yeah. Because remember, you and I contribute into the experiences. Yes. But when we're doing the healing process or the resetting process, it's about, oh, no, CD did this, Homoto did this, Mamang did this. And we don't go into the process of saying, but how did I contribute into that yeah and so the healing process start with me and my contribution into that process what kinds of things then do we also heal about ourselves because i was reading something that talks about uh doing an audit even of the things you do on social media because it's such a big part of our existence right uh social media and and we sell such perfect levels of ourselves uh whether you're on ig or twitter on twitter you want to be the most woke on ig you want to be uh the most beautiful and the most ideal and and sometimes even at that you fail is it necessary at some point to say okay i'm auditing even that part of my existence and i'm letting go and i'm unfollowing cd because cd did i'm making a bad example <laughs> i know <laughs> but i'm i'm unfollowing cd because cd didn't do any good for my spirit, for example. Yes, yeah. So, is is that if we get into that that seven seven spheres of our lives, that's mm. the relationship part, mm. right? Because social media falls into those relationships that we follow, either people that I know or people that I don't know. It's in that space, and I need to understand something that is more important and profound: the time that you and I have. You and I will never gain this time, right? Again. It, it, it's something that is so you know, valueless yet important in our lives. So what is important to do is that how do I spend my time? And if it's a social media and it's not feeding into you in any aspect of your life, then you need to say, I'm not going to spend more time in here and unfriend whoever or not even, you know, have the, those feeder into my page that are useless or they're not helping me in this time while I'm here on this universe. Remember, by the way, if you want to join the, the conversation, you can uh, SMS us on 41391.
or you can send us a WhatsApp. Uh, I think the WhatsApp line, no, I don't think I know. The WhatsApp line is 0614-104-107. And if you just joined our conversation, you're listening to Life Happens. My name is Homozo Keiji Mwekezi in for the duration of the holidays for Pamela Motine. And I'm having a conversation with Tidi Pila, who is a life coach and founder and MD of Imperative Transformation Journey. How different is this process to goal setting? Because goal setting is what most of us sort of tend to do uh, hurriedly. Which we uh, fail into. <laughs> hurriedly at the end of the year where you're yeah. like, man, I need to lose 10Ks next year. I need to join the gym. Yeah, they join the gym and go for two weeks. And after that, they don't go back. How different is this process to just downright goal setting where you sit with a pen and paper and you write down the 10 or 15 things that you uh, want to achieve for the so year? It's so different. Do you know how different it is? It's us fr- befriending the reality that we are nothing but the, the, we, are, we are the mortals mm. in this world and that you and I will never recover this time. And if, Komoza, you and I wake up into that knowing that I could not have this moment tomorrow, I will not be dilly-dallying about this world. And whatever it is that has, that, that has fractured me or caused pain into my life, I need to work into that. Whereas goal setting about, um, you know, I want to go to the gym, whatever, it's more for external things. Mm. It's not for internal rewards. Mm. So resetting and healing is for internal focus and saying for me as this complex being having a a, a human experience on this universe, what do I want? I love that. And and what do I want to leave as my legacy? So do you see how broad it is? And it's got nothing to do with you. It's got more things from inwards and what you will leave here on the universe when you part. Okay, time is not on our side, but you make reference to seven spheres Mm. uh, that we all have to sort of, you know, uh, be aware of Mm. or work on about ourselves. Is there an advice you can give on each of the tiers, Uh, you know, whether that be relationship or whatever, uh, that relates to what you just said about working your life from the inside out to make sure that when you do go, you've left a positive and impactful legacy? For me, spirituality, that's where we start. Spirituality is not anything to do with religion, but it's who you are, right? Mm. It's that core of where your breath is connected to your being here on the universe mm. and so when you look after that part see the the gain or the benefits that you get in the emotional realms and everywhere else it becomes this internal radiation mm. so wake up into knowing that you are a spiritual being having a human experience and meaning that you look after this read books that are good for you spiritually right emotionally uh, have conversation with those people that will guide you spiritually and and meditate or pray daily and and have the moment of awareness always remember where you are and be aware of where you are because through that it becomes one second one minute an hour and a day you know it's not you're not reactional you're not causing fires like that a mystic that is just thrown into a dry land and then causes fire all over around us. I love that. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. We're in conversation with uh, Tzidi Pila, life coach and find, founder, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, life coach and founder and uh, managing director of Imperative Transformation Journey. And she says the process of resetting that we're talking about is resetting uh, your goals, uh, sorry, not your goals, Rehealing and resetting yourself from the inside out. You do know that uh, sometimes people make the mistake, CD, of uh, likening uh, issues of spirituality to motivation. And I may be wrong. Uh, I tend to feel like they're not necessarily always the same thing. 
Mm-mm. So motivation is the hype that I give you, right? Yes. I'm saying something nice and then you're feeling hyped up and you're like, oh, let me write it down. Oh my God, how do I see her? Yeah. That's the motivation. And I get home, I'm like, um, what else? You know, it dies down. Yeah. But the spirituality is the core. Yeah. It's something that lives with you. So in this conversation, you get steered yeah. and you're like, what's more? It's almost like that thirst that you want to quench and consistently you want to live on that path. Yeah. Okay, so then, uh, you know, if somebody is is listening and they want to start, they want to do at least one thing uh, Mm. that will redefine, because you said something very profound earlier about doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Mm. You're kind of stuck if you're there. If somebody's listening and says, I'm tired of this person Mm. that I have been for however many years, I want a different outlook, which is more than just me physically going to uh, lose some weight or me studying for a degree mm. or me getting making more money because mm. all of those things as you say are really outward things uh, I want to redefine myself from the core you say that read books that empower you uh, is there one book that you can recommend oh there's a lot oh, there's just one. <laughs> there's there's one by um, uh, uh, well the, the the book that changed my life and I know everyone else is um, The Alchemist oh, really by Paulo Coelho by, yeah. yeah and then there's one by Ben Okri. I'm going to butcher his it's name. It's called, it's Ben Okri, The yes. Famished Road. Yes. Yeah. So those are the books that I read, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I read also Akatuli, uh, um, The Power Earth. of Now and, and the, the New, New Earth. Earth. So those are the books that I read. And I also live on the individual world where I do a lot of videos with the late Wayne Dyer. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of materials and I can I can post them on my on my social media so that people can see what I'm reading and what you can read there. But the flip side, though, is mm. we live in Africa and mm. we know that uh, people face tremendous levels of po- poverty. We're reminded constantly that we live in the most unequal society in the whole wide world. Mm. If somebody is listening to us and they're the uh, coldest or even darkest, well, it's not cold, it's summer in South Africa, <laughs> uh, but but a cold, not in the literal sense, part of life where mm. they feel helpless, they feel uh, government is not helping them enough, you know, the, the kinds of things that people say that I have no help, I have no, I have no access to anything. What kinds of things can they do to pull themselves mm. out of the dark space that says there is no hope for my, for my light? So how much time do you have? I have two minutes. <laughs> okay. They say I have two minutes. They say that. So the question that you ask is like an hour. But let me tell you, for a child in Africa, I am that child. I'm someone who slept on empty stomach, right? Waking up to nothing, to tea with no sugar or anything like that. And they, the, they, they are the, there they even are, today. Exactly. But then let me tell you what the, the ways that kept me full and kept me out of poverty. My grandmother told me that if you can dream beyond the sun, you will get there. She said that Gasipedi purely, because obviously she was not speaking English, right? But I always ask her, when people leave this village, because I come from the village in Mahibizwa and go Mabila. So when people leave this village, where do they go to? I'll see the, the locals coming back with the bus and she'll say to me, they they go beyond the sunset and they come back with the, with the sunrise, you know, the sunrise and the, and the sunset. That kept me going. So for a child in Africa who is so in this 
you know, poverty and not knowing where to go. Let the parents or people around them give them this assuring words because these words they sit in our bellies and then they they create this fire so that when next time when I see the sun I know that there's hope beyond this the, you know this poverty that I'm living in and so the parents the guardians is our responsibility to reassure the children and show them that beyond the Facebook and beyond the the the, the perfection of those pictures that we see in the sunset they are they are the little cities who came just like you and today they sit in the studios of SAFM talking the ways that they're talking now. Fantastic. How do people get in touch with you? On Twitter, I am Miss uh, underscore Pila yeah. and then on Instagram... Pila is spelled P-I-L-A. P- yeah, P-I-L-A okay. and then on Instagram, I'm T-D Wabila. Okay. Uh, do you have a website yet? Not yet. We it- do. It's www.imperativejourney.co.za. Okay, www.imperativejourney.co.za. C.D. Pila is a life coach and founder and managing director of Imperative Transformation Journey. Journey, she lives by the words that were taught to her by her grandmother who taught her to look and l- look beyond and the sun. And dream beyond the sunset. Look and dream beyond the sunset. And with that, uh, we thank you. Uh, thank you so much for thank coming you. through. And all the best for 2020. Thank you. And same to you and everyone who's listening. Fantastic. <laughs> thank you very much much. It's 25 to 2 on uh, Live Happens. My name is Homoso Keiji Mwekezi in for Pimelo Modena. It is time now for our Kids Corner. And in our Kids Corner today, we asked the little ones, if you could grow up to be famous, what would you want to be famous for?